people usually don't spend much time thinking about what money is. When most people think of money, they think about how much they have, how they can get more, or what they want to spend it on. To understand money, let's first think about how we would get the things we want and need in a society where money doesn't exist. Imagine that you are a farmer. You have fields where you grow carrots, and you have cows for milk and chickens for eggs. You could probably trade milk, cows, chickens, eggs, and carrots for lots of other things that you would need to live your life. If you had a neighbor who grew wheat, you might be able to trade cows and milk for his wheat so you could make flour and bread. If another neighbor had a large lake with plenty of catfish, you might be able to trade eggs and cow hides for some of his tasty fish. As long as you had something your neighbor wanted, and he had something you wanted, you would be able to trade with each other. Since both of you would be getting something you want in exchange for another item that you either don't want or have too many of, you would both be satisfied with the trade and probably trade again in the future. But there are a couple of problems with trading like this, or bartering as it is called, that makes it difficult to use as a system of getting your needs and wants. One problem is called a coincidence of wants. To make a trade with someone, you both have to have something the other party wants. If you need a new plow to plant your carrots, you would need to find a neighbor who either had an extra plow or a plow he wasn't using anymore. That might be something difficult to find. And if you happen to find someone with an extra plow, he will only trade with you if he needs or wants what you have. It's not likely he would take your eggs, milk, or carrots because a plow would be worth much more than a few gallons of milk or a couple dozen eggs. So you would have to trade him something more valuable, like one of your cows. But what if you can't spare any of your cows, or he doesn't want or need a cow? Then there will be no trade. Maybe what he needs is a horse. You might be able to find another one of your neighbors who is willing to trade his horse for one of your cows, then trade the horse for the plow. But this would be a lot of trouble. So the problem of a coincidence of once creates a severe limit on what can be traded and who can trade, because there has to be a good coincidence that both people trading have something of equal value that the other person wants. Another problem with a system that only uses trading is that some of the items you have to trade with may be perishable or not last very long. In this example, any milk you get from your cows would have to be traded very quickly before it spoils. So you would not be able to acquire, say, a hundred cows to start a milk business because you may not be able to find people willing to trade for all that milk before it goes bad. You might make cheese out of some of it, and it would last longer than the milk, but there is still a limit on how long you can store your cheese. So it would be difficult for you to store and build your wealth. At my job, I make a chemical called acrylic acid. It looks like water, smells like strong vinegar, and burns like fire if you get it on your skin. It isn't useful for anything except making other products, like the powder that is in baby diapers that absorbs their, um, their liquids. If there was no money, 
my employer would have to pay me by giving me some of the acrylic acid that we make. But it is a product that would be difficult and dangerous for me to store and difficult for me to trade for food or a car or to pay the electric bill with. To solve these problems with trading, men created money. Traditionally, gold and silver have been used as money. Both silver and gold are scarce, meaning there is a limited supply. Scarcity is what makes things valuable. Gold is more scarce than silver, so it is more valuable. Gold and silver are good money because they are durable, meaning they last a long time. They are also good money because no one can make them. They have to do work to mine the metals, meaning that they will always remain scarce. Gold and silver are also easy to store and can be stored forever. So you can have as much as you want and not have to worry about it going bad like the milk or the cheese will. And with gold and silver, you don't have to worry about finding a coincidence of once. You can sell your eggs for silver, then use the silver to buy a plow. And the person you buy the plow with can use the silver to buy a horse. Then the seller of the horse can buy whatever he wants, or he can save the silver for as long as he wants to buy something in the future. But today, we don't use gold and silver for money anymore. We use the dollar. The government has made it illegal to use gold or silver for money and said that everyone must use the dollar. Like gold and silver, the dollar can be saved a long time and it is durable. But that is where the similarities end. Unlike gold and silver, which are scarce and must be mined, the government is in control of printing dollars. So it can make more anytime it wants. When the government makes more money, they are said to be inflating the money supply or causing the amount of money there is to grow, like inflating a balloon. Inflation is what we call it when the price of things we buy increases due to the inflation of the money supply. Right now, the government makes about 80 trillion new dollars every month. With this much money being printed, our money is always losing its value, meaning that an item that costs $100 today might cost $105 next year because more of the less valuable dollars will be needed to purchase it. That's because as the government prints money, it becomes less scarce. Governments like paper money that they can print like the dollar and not gold and silver because they spend so much money. Having control of the paper money is like having a money tree because you can get more money anytime you want. Someday the government will print so many dollars that they become worthless. For us to protect our wealth, it is important that we don't keep all of our savings in dollars. Although we can't use gold and silver to buy things or pay bills, we can use it to save our wealth. Another alternative to dollars is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new currency that is digital and on the internet. The government doesn't control it or create it, so it remains scarce and valuable. A system that uses some type of money is much better than a system without money that relies only on trading and bartering. But a system where the government controls that money is a bad system that makes all of us poorer.